One. Yo. Yo. One, two. Fly Perspective Fly Podcast. Perspective podcast. Check me out right here. Got my guy Philip the deal in this yo, bitch. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Better now than never. Business before pleasure. P. Diddy and the fam. Who you know do it better? Yeah, right. No matter what, be air tight. So when you hear something, make sure you hear it right. Don't make an ass out of yourself by assuming our music keeps you moving. What are you chewing? You know that I'm two levels above you, baby. Hug me, baby. I'ma make you love me, baby. Talking crazy ain't gonna get you nothing but choke. And that jealousy is only gonna leave you broke. So the only thing left now is God for these cats. And baby, you know you're too hard for these cats. I'ma win cause I'm too smart for these cats while they making up facts. Uh, in a commission, you ask for permission to hit him. He don't like me, him and wild wife, he was with him. You heard of us, the murderous, most shady. Been on the low lately, the feds hate me. Fly Perspective Podcast, got my guy Philip the Deal in here, aka Philip Cornell, the comedian. Just got done doing a, a, a live show at Helium Comedy Club in St. Louis, Missouri. It was dope. Um, I'll give a little background. I know this motherfucker because we went to high school together. Uh, Hellas. That's Hellas to go. That was Hellas to go for us. Right. Hellas. What was it, 11 years? Bruh, I don't even... I no, what are we, we, I'm 30, so we, we got it at what? 12? Yeah, when, almost 12. When, when we left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> damn. God, that means damn. you got to add four to that, bruh. Shit. We met when we was like 14, bruh. But then after that, we start going to the club and shit together. Ugh. And then start drinking and all that bullshit. But now you're a motherfucking comedian extraordinaire. This is the second time I've seen this motherfucker perform. And, hey, I I say my hat's off to him, man. That was pretty dope. This Tonight, he forgot a joke on stage, <laughs> but he still had confidence. Still had confidence. Man, you got to do what you got to do out here, man. It's just, I, I, hey, sometimes you forget. Right. So what goes into, like, your, your joke process of writing jokes? Oh, Actually, it doesn't evolve because the first time that I ever went on stage, I was hella confident. Okay. Like, I went out there like, oh, I'm about to kill it. I'm about to do this. And I got up there and the first joke I told didn't go over. Damn. And I just I just started, like, fumbling through the rest of my material. And the confidence, you could I, like, it was just, like, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, the host came on after and said something about my trash ass set. Oh, wow. And then he was like, yeah, we moving on with somebody better. I'm like, fuck. Damn. Fuck. I so, mean, but it happens, though. Everybody, I mean, everybody no. eats a bag of dicks sometimes, right? Everyone. Even, yeah, I'm about even, to say everybody. Even professionals, people out here doing their thing. Yeah. It's part, of the, it's part of the culture. I seen, like, tonight, not to cut you off, but they introduced one guy. And they said, oh, he did a tour in Europe or whatever the hell. And he was telling some shit, and he, it wasn't funny. And then he was like, "Well, I just try, you know, like to test out the new ones from time to time." So it's like, yeah. you know, you you tested a joke, and sometimes it don't go over. Yeah, but yeah, but as you saw with him and with what I did, like he knows how to move on to the next joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you ain't never been in that spot, like yeah. it's a, is it, you're done. Right. So, but as far as the process, I would say first I did was like after I did the initial bomb or whatever. What I did was I wrote all my jokes out and I practiced them like in my living room in front of my TV with the sound off or whatever. Yeah. And so then I kept practicing. But no audience. Nobody's. No audience. Like just kept practicing over and over and over again. And I thought to myself, like, if everything else goes bad, I got a script here. Script's going to go over and then it's going to, it's going to, that's how I'm going to do it. And so then 
I went back on stage like two weeks later, told the script. I actually did good. I killed it or whatever. But then I got kind of like a safety net because I thought it was always going to be like that. Hmm. So, so you got kind of confident and then you thought like, well, next time I got it to be the same way. Yeah, this one. <clears> yeah, it went over good. And then I'm like, every time should be like this. Yeah. And then I hit a stage of, I believe, oh, I forgot what stage. Oh, it was the Laugh Lounge. And I did the script and nobody fucked with it. Damn. Nobody fucked with it. And it was, it was, it was, it was horrible, dog. Damn. Like, it was horrible. Like So dude. what's going through your mind when, like, people are just, like, not fucking with you or they just not looking at you like, okay, nigga, get off the stage? But at that time when I did <clears> it, at that time when I did it, I'm thinking, like, oh, I'm finna get to the good part. I'm finna kill him with the good part. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Yeah. Then I'm like, all right, bump it. Let me move on to this other one I know that's good. And then you just keep going deeper, sinking deeper and deeper. Damn. And then, then when the then you see when the audience just disengages, niggas start texting, talking, texting, side conversation, side conversation, toasting shots and shit. all of that. <laughs> so that was like, yo. So now that you know, I've been, but I need to go through that. Now that I've been through that, like, there's different tips and tricks you can do. You can cut your joke off right wherever. Yeah. Transition to another one. And this personally, what I like to do is. Like, if you know your set not going over, right. they said it's almost impossible to win the whole room back at one time. Mm. So what you do is you focus on certain aspects of certain people, and then once they get back into it, then other people naturally climb back in. Right, right, right. So they okay. said, like, find common ground with people, like, who got kids or, you know, who went to school or something. Or mm. what high, you know, something like that. Some common ground you find with people, bring those couple people back in. Then yeah. if you win them back over, then the crowd, then the the room may eventually come back over to you. Gotcha. Unless you run out of time. Okay. I understand that. I know from like DJing, like I I ate a bag of dicks like when I was first starting out, maybe like 15, 16. And you know, I would get these records from the vinyl store and be DJing in my fucking room on the floor with my turntables. And I'm like, oh, that's going to kill them. It's be like some records of niggas really ain't heard too much, but it'd be hard. Get the DJing and then motherfuckers just like kind of standing around, not really worried about it. And then like you got the promoter coming over like, hey man, play some shit that they know. You know what I <laughs> mean? And you like, but this, that new such and such. No. So it's like, I'm going to tell you like I told everybody else, that's cool with the DJ because the dude can come over and, and say tell something. You. Yeah. Bruh, like they you, let you die, bruh. Yeah. You just die. It's no like somebody coming over and be like, yo, bro, try this, try that. Yeah. No, bro, it's like, 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 like it's over with. What you going to do? Yeah, it's yeah. over with. And yeah. then, then like, I, I said this on the podcast before, like, I done bombed in front of white people and like, they're a little bit more considerate. Okay. They they disengage and do all that and then they like they be like yeah and they be like yeah I bought in front of niggas yeah and bruh like bruh they do the host flamed me when I got off stage damn like it was bruh it was bad dog like it was to the point where I'm like for real y'all going this hard this nigga came up with his phone cut the light on was like this a synthesizer forget, oh wow forget everything you just saw damn then this nigga was like that was the pre pre show oh, to the pre show my goodness like dog I got torch bro but it was number motivation i'm sure i mean it was to the point where like i had i had to make a decision i'm like either i'm gonna quit or i'm gonna get better yeah. like that it was a actually a breaking point right there like yeah either you gonna quit all that it was like a quitting moment or if you come through this you're gonna be better so yeah i mean but obviously you overcame it because like i said this is the second time i seen you the first time i was surprised like, the first time you called you told me hey i'm doing a 
I was like, okay, I'm going to come out. My expectation was just like, all right, I don't yeah. know what this nigga, I've never heard this nigga Cornell tell a joke. I mean, he's funny when we talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in homeboy circle, but it's like, yeah, yeah, no, I don't know about Cornell getting up there uh, <laughs> telling no, I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? But I was like, oh shit, he's funny as a motherfucker. He's actually funny and good jokes. Yeah. And I think, you said your mom was in the crowd at that one? Yeah. Yeah. So how does it feel to do like jokes in front of mom? Uh, it's actually not weird to me because I grew up in a house where my mom always said wild shit to me. Okay, got like, you. You like, got one of them mothers. In, yeah, like yeah. My mama. Like, like, but the thing is, like, every time my mama came around, like, friends and shit, she always put on, like, the white persona, I guess, where it yeah. was just like, she do that in front of friends, too, as, as when we was at school. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen your mom. I remember at, just being kind of like, yeah, at my, at, at my job, at my job, yeah, just yeah. like that. But, like, at the crib, yeah. she always said wild shit. Like, gotcha. it's always been wild conversations at my house. Yeah, yeah, and like people don't know, like, like I had wrote when I the book I wrote or whatever, I talked about some of these conversations mm -hmm. and thing people like, yo, this funny as hell because I didn't know it was funny. I it was normal to me, just normal. But people say it was funny. Like it's certain conversations I was talking about. Like I came in one time, and it was my mom and two sisters talking, and no lie, the conversation was about somebody had my sister was like somebody told me that if you get semen in your mouth, it can rot your teeth. Yikes. This is the conversation going on Yikes. At, at, in the kitchen. Yeah. And, you know, and so then I come in, I listen for like two, three minutes. I'm like, yeah, this ain't even for me right now. <laughs> Let me get the fuck like, out of yeah, here. This ain't even for me. They said, so yeah. what you think? I'm like, I'll be honest with you. Like, this ain't for see, me. <laughs> semen actually comes out the body. Yeah. It's not going to rot no teeth. Yeah. That's what I said. Then I left it there. So, like, that's a, that's a myth or whatever. But. Yeah. The fact that like they was cool with including me in that conversation shows how like these these are normal conversations that go on in my house. Yeah. So me on stage talking about like what what I think I was saying something like oh yeah like sex education with my mom was weird or whatever but when I actually saw a vagina yeah. in person it actually turned out good because yeah, okay. I had already been taught that or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people like you said that or I was like women. Just want to see this dick, like me saying yeah. stuff like that. From your mom, it's like it's whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's good though, man. Yeah. That's good. So, how is it like writing? As far as like, how do you? Okay, how many jokes do you write? Do you think on average, like how many times you write a week? Maybe or is there a certain time you write and then you average them and then you, you know? If I had to say on average, like uh, this whole comedian thing is a thing of runs. Okay, you bookings, you go on runs, writing jokes, you go on runs. You might have a good month where you write all these jokes out, have all these great ideas, and that lasts you for three, four months. Right. And then it might be three, four months where it just... You can't think of nothing. Or you come up with stuff and it just don't... Don't click. click. Gotcha. So, gotcha. as of lately, I've been probably, if I had to put a statistic on it, I've been writing two jokes a week. Okay. But the thing is, if you get caught up in writing too many jokes, you don't work on the jokes that you need to work on. Yeah. So I got like three jokes that I got in the rafters because I'm still working on certain jokes here and there. And uh, I'm off every Friday. So basically what it is, is I get up, do whatever tasks I got to do. And then I spend an hour to two hours brainstorming jokes or whatever. And But the two places that I really that that I really get it in at is in the shower and in my car. Because mm. that's like the, so the most creative in that. In yeah, that yeah. Like I come out the shower. As soon as I get out the shower... Write down it on my phone. As soon as I get, I'll be in the car. I'll be like, there it is. Write it in there. Yeah. And then I spend my Friday, spend about two hours forming it into jokes and stuff. Yeah. 
I can definitely tell you, like, hearing your jokes versus the other comics that were there tonight, I can tell you definitely put the thought process into the joke to kind of, you know, tell the story, you know, make it catch, and then I'm going to hit you with the punchline. Some some guys up there just like saying crazy shit. It's just like it doesn't really catch, and then they kind of expect it to catch, and it's like weird, like they don't have it there. But how did you know like that's the way I want to write, or was that from like writing books? Um. Okay. So basically, uh, when I started doing stand up, it took about six or seven months before it started clicking mm-hmm. on stage. So basically, what I was saying, it was scripted. Gotcha. I would do script. I would write these jokes out. I knew it was funny. The con- the material always was funny. It's just the delivery wasn't. I didn't have the delivery, or I didn't have the right way of forming it as stand up. Gotcha, gotcha. Or whatever. So stand up is hard work. I'm sure, man. It's a lot of. It's a lot of. It's a lot of work. It's a. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think like you can just pop up and just like that's what that I thought shit. when I thought pop up, be like I'm funny, get on stage, be funny. Come on stage or whatever, but if you're trying to be consistent and be consistently good, yeah. you gotta put in. You gotta put in the work. Yeah, you gotta put in the work, and that's what it was like. With the way I wrote, I thought it was like I wrote all these jokes or whatever because I never wanted to be a performer. Yeah, I wanted to be a writer. Like that's still like if this the way I'm going with comedy. If I can get put on as a writer, I would prefer to do that. I right. just happen to be good at performing. I'm sure, that's where the money's at too. Huh? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, the money comes from having a name. Okay. And the quickest way to get a name is to perform. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but, but that's the, why you you up there a few times a week. You at least you try to be. Yeah, that yeah. that yeah 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 to you know get my name out there and also to you know show people that I have skills. Yeah. I have I'm creative. I have writing. Do skills you do the stuff. same sets each time, or you try to? Flip uh, up? it depends. There's spots. Okay, so tonight. I, these are actually jokes that I had wrote before and performed before, and even though I forgot it because whatever, I don't know, it just happens. Yeah, but you think, was cool with it though. You wrote that I shit. I think I forgot because I had tweaked it a little bit before oh. I went up there, and then I kind of went into the set like before the tweak, and yeah. I forgot the tweak, and then it just yeah, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. So let I mean, me move right along. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I said let me move right along. I'm like. Right. Like I'm not gonna sit here and explain myself. I'm yeah. like, no, nah, like yeah, y'all missed out. Yeah. The next the next niggas to be all right. Don't worry about that. I'm moving right. on. Cool. But uh no, nah, so there's certain mics that uh I use to do new jokes because I like the crowd up there, and then there's other mics I use to perfect old jokes. That's cool. And then ultimately the goal is to have like a solid for me right now, since i you know, since I've been doing it, a solid thirty minutes. Gotcha. So that's the goal. So once I, you know, Get a solid thirty minutes. Keep tweaking my thirty minutes to be a flawless thirty minutes. Yeah, that's good because I mean I'm sure if you ever did a like a, you know, your own like stand up special, it wouldn't be shit to do. You know what I mean? Like you'd be tip top magoo. You get up there and go. I'm good in my thirty minute special, and well, I got my shit going right. It's about you got to stay ready. Yeah, you got to stay ready because this time where you know I didn't show up to support other people and they was like go do ten minutes. Oh, you showing the results to my other, and they like, hey, go do 10 minutes. Buddy. Go do 15 minutes. Wow. Or, oh, the host didn't show up. Like, oh, come shit. host this. And then I'm like, what? I yeah. mean, I, I basically, I say, I stay with it. You got to stay with a full clip. Yeah. But the thing is, like, now if you telling me go up there and do like 30, 45 minutes or something like that, no, nah, bro, I need to mentally get in that mindset. Yeah. But That's a lot of stuff to remember. Man. But it's old heads I met that. They they can rip off an hour and a half, an hour because they've been doing it so long. They got so much material. They they can just 
run off for an hour, run. hour and a half. Yeah. So it's people. It's different levels of comedy that people are at, and it's just crazy when you realize it. Like, oh, like, like for me, my fifteen minutes, I can throw my fifteen minutes with anybody in this area, definitely. And then it's cast that you probably see on TV. I can throw my 15 minutes. But they ask. Yeah. yeah. But if you talking about like 30, 45 minutes an hour, oh no. Time. Oh no. I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna go play myself like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like not not right now. That's now a long set. Holler yeah. at me a year from now. Yeah. We we can talk about it later, but Yeah, not right now. Yeah, bro. So you. so it's different levels of comedy and I and the thing about it is you also gotta learn to be a fan. Also, with you know, and appreciating other people's skill and talent. Yeah. Okay. But you gotta hold your own. All right. So let's switch gears for a second. How do you feel about the whole Cat Williams uh, situation where he just kind of went off on Tiffany Haddish and that radio host? <laughs> I mean, the radio host. Like, I mean, she was a black woman getting her money. And she's a comedian too. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So that's that's you know that was she already knew that's cool. She could hold her own, and she was there to defend herself. Yeah. So that wasn't like you know that wasn't nothing that I would trip off of. The Tiffany Hash thing, I only seen like a minute clip where, if I'm not mistaken, he was comparing uh, the Monique name came up. Is that what happened? Yeah. Well, he basically said. He basically broke down like his accolades and said like he had sold uh, this many Netflix specials, got this much money. The reason Monique was mad because her basically said Netflix goes off of ticket sales. So he said his tour had 2.6 million ticket sales or something like that. So that's why they gave him blah, 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 blah. And her shit only had 300 and something thousand ticket sales. That's why they only offered her 300,000. Yeah. You know, then he went into like... Sandy, who had the the most specials of all time, and then start talking shit about Tiffany Haddish. However, I was listening to the Breakfast Club, and Charlemagne basically like broke down how he was lying, and he said like, you know, if you sold two point six million tickets for your comedy show, then that's more than Beyonce show uh, sold on Formation Tour. That's more than Taylor Swift. That's more than this. Like it was just like he broke down it. Like I, I don't know if Cap meant like as a collective. Out of all the tickets sold, I mean, okay, it's, yeah, okay. It's, it's weird. So it 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 don't matter because he got his money regardless. Oh yeah, he Definitely. got his money regardless, and he also got the streams on Netflix from uh whatever the Pimp Chronicles and the two yeah whatever three, it was yeah the, the two three of the, but not he got a new one before he dropped the new mm. one. He got the streams on Netflix, so Netflix already know he money when they put him up there. Yeah, yeah. So he got his money regardless of what the exact numbers is. He got the streams. Mm -hmm. Now, with the Tiffany Haddish thing, I guess what I saw was he was talking about people wanting to anoint her over Monique or they mm -hmm. wanted to have her. Oh, basically, up. over a lot of other females. Yeah, and yeah. then he was saying that she don't got a tour that she can hang her head on, which she does. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't have a special, an hour long special, and you haven't seen her tell jokes back to back to back for an hour. She did have a tour, but from what I seen on the internet, I didn't go to it. But people said it, it was trash. Oh yeah, okay. They gotcha. said it. She went on. I, I saw like my friends from Chicago. She went through Chicago or whatever, and the reviews on it was so bad that she hopped on the internet and apologized. Yikes! You know that's how you know you did bad. Yeah. Where you apologized because people really didn't like your show that yeah. much. I know. I was. So, I remember the Def Jam Comedy Twenty Five. You see that the, the yeah, special? Yeah. And I didn't, I, you know, I've seen Tiffany has recently, but when they showed her and they was like, she was on Def Comedy Jam back in the day, I was like, damn, I don't never remember seeing her. 
And then when Cat Williams was like, yeah, she's been doing comedy for like 16 years and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I guess, but I'm like, I don't never remember seeing her, you know? It's, it's, a, just, it's actually a lot of people that was on Def Comedy Jam, been on Comic View that you're not going to remember because mm-hmm. they just weren't rememberable. And the thing about it is, like, I mean, that's just part of the game. It's people that drop, like, rap songs and stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's anything you do. Yeah, that's real. It's people How many one-hit wonders we got out here or something? Or not even yeah. that. Or people that just had a good song and it never became quite that one hit. Yeah. But they still ride out, you know, they ride out that song and people from their community know them, but, you know, yeah. why you don't know them. So the thing about comedy is, it's a lot of people out here that's cold as hell that don't have like national like exposure. Yeah, it's people out here that's cold in a city, cold in a region, or whatever. And the thing is, now that we have the internet, you can actually do that and make money off of it. Yeah, it's so many people I know that like, yo, this dude cold, and I kind of seen him on Def Comedy Jam, I kind of seen him on yeah. Comic View, but he didn't pop out to me. And then now, you know, I hop into the comedy community and this dude, you know, hitting uh, on the road, bro. Right, he right, doing right. doing a doing a a small comedy club every weekend. Right. Throughout the week doing bachelor parties, doing so weddings. How do, how do doing, you feel about that? Like guys that haven't really paid their dues in like the comedy club and coming up and they hop on IG and record videos and then they next you know they got their own tour and they Doing this and doing that. It's the Wild West. Yeah. The but the but I hear a lot of those guys can't get up on stage and do stuff. Like they lot, get up and they can't they can't do a set. A lot of them can't. Yeah. A lot of them can't. And a lot, like the smart ones, if they get the money, they get writers. Hmm. They get writers or whatever, but it's, it's, it's different because yeah. it's like with a video, you can make cuts, you can make edits, you can add dramatic music, you can add dramatic pauses. Yeah. Doing that self doing that yourself on stage, nah. oh that's whole different. That's yeah. just off the hip. Hmm. So it's a lot of people that's internet funny but not on stage funny. Likewise, there's a lot of people that's on stage funny that's yeah. not internet funny. Right. So the thing is as far as like Tiffany Haddish, let's say she's not this supreme stand up comedian hmm. and she's been doing stand up. She's funny to me. Yeah. And she's on her wave. She's doing her thing. Like, I think, you know, he could have said, like, as a stand-up comedian, he was, you know, talking about, like, yeah, she really not that dope to me. Yeah. I guess that's where he was getting that. He could have just but said that. But the thing is, but, like, let that girl grind. She used yeah. to be poor. You used to be poor. Man, he was going in. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he was kind of like, bitter. Like, let that, let, that girl, let that girl eat, bruh. And if she, you know, and if she keep coming and bombing stage after stage and people keep paying for it, that's on the people. Yeah, that's on them. That's on the people. Like, I mean, I I like I said I was in a comedy club and Jess Hilarious had came through St. Louis or whatever. Some people was talking like I heard she wasn't funny in person. That's what they were saying. Yeah. They said that she wasn't funny and then they said that anything like once she got That's on, how she got kicked off a while and out, I heard. Because she wasn't she wasn't funny. Like she wasn't adding to Wildin' Out. Mm. Wildin' Out ain't about being, you know. She funny. Mm. Yeah, like, she's funny. I, I she, her she, yeah, yeah, her yeah. videos funny. She just wasn't adding nothing to Wildin' Out. Mm. She was just kind of there. There for yeah, you know. Man. But as far as her doing stand up or whatever, when when she came through St. Louis, like people were saying that she wasn't funny, and yeah. she and she low key was struggling after about 25, 30 minutes on stage. Damn. 
Yeah. And so it's just like. St. Louis is a hard crowd. Especially the black people. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, but you look up her videos, bro. She booming. It's funny. Be having me laughing. She be flaming niggas. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like that. Also, what's that other girl? Toya Turnup. I don't think I've ever seen her before. Bro, she came through St. Louis. Is that. No, that's. uh, Is that the one that be making the. Like, just like videos, like, uh, about. She was talking about a guy named Frank or something. I think she light skin, right? Light skin chick yeah, yeah. like Frank, where you at? Frank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, she, I'm here waiting. And on she you. low key make like Snapchat videos and put them on like Instagram. I think, I think I'm doing something. Yeah, okay. So the thing is, she hella funny to me too. Yeah. They said that she came through St. Louis and did a show, and she spent forty minutes telling dick jokes. Forty minutes of dick jokes. It got to the point Yikes. where the host, came, the host, the host came on after and was just like, "Bro, no more dick jokes. Like we've hit our quota for dick jokes." Wow. And thing was just like, "Bro, like the thing about it, I tell dick jokes all the time. I actually got some funny dick jokes." Oh, this chick. Yeah. No, I never seen her before. Yeah, yeah. She I thought her name was no. She's no, nah, bro. This her? Yeah. She booming. Yeah. I thought her name was something else. No. But yeah, bro. This she... another chick I followed is, is this ain't her name though. Uh, oh, she's stealing. <laughs> no. Oh, I guess it's a fake page. Yeah, you then. following a fake page, dude. She's stealing, dog. She's straight huh. stealing. Uh, what is her name on yeah. here? But the thing about it is, bro, so she apparently her 40 minutes of dick jokes and people were just like, no, nah, we we've had enough dick jokes. Also, it goes into your crowd too. Yeah. Like if you I think if you do a good job of prepping the crowd for what they're gonna see and they can know what to expect, then you can actually bring something like that to them. You right. know? Right. If you bring in like some you know, go over the top, do some visuals, do a couple of act out, you know, stuff like that, acts and stuff like that. Yeah. But if people think they finna come and see you, the mic and the stage, not happening. Yeah, it's just like some people would do. Like some of them, like I done seen some of them wild now people. Like some, like Carlos Miller. Yeah, I fucks with him. He's a legitimate yeah, stand up. Yeah, like, he's, he's he, dope. He, he nice. He's he dope. nice. He's dope. I didn't get to see DC Young Fly when he came through, but I, apparently he's just all around entertaining. Yeah, that's what I hear too. So he's not like the stand up supreme, you know, like people would think. But he is an all around entertaining, and he makes it work on stage. And also, uh, Chico Bean too. So like you know. Some of the, some of them stand up. I mean, them wilding out people like they're like they can they. It's a lane for them. This is it. Okay, watch Jazzy. This is the same chick. It's the same chick as Toya Turner. I'm fucked up now. Yeah, this is the one I follow. But then the motherfucker you just told me is Toya Turner. But didn't she just pop up though? Yeah, but this motherfucker here. Got watch it. Jazzy, same chick. Got eighty. Yeah, Eight hundred and thirty nine thousand, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you go to Toya Turn Up, six hundred forty nine thousand. Maybe she just got two pages. Where yeah, she maybe she's a yeah. yeah I guess she maybe got, she's a character because this she got a gold tooth and like some shit. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, this might be a, like a, a character page. Then. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. she's doing a bunch of wigs and shit like that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But yeah, DC and Carlos. Uh, I like Chico Bean too. Yeah, but yeah, Carlos Miller probably the best stand-up out of all of them. Yeah. He's the best one. But they always call him the OG. I listen to their podcast, and they be like, this is the OG. He the vet of the, you know, the crew. 
So, no, no, dude, dude, been, dude in the community, for real. People mm-hmm. speak highly of him, like, through the comedy clubs and all of that. So, like, he's a legitimate stand-up, so. But my thing is, though, like, the internet, it, it's definitely a line between internet funny and stand-up funny, but my thing is, if you seeing somebody prospering, it's all comedy. Yeah, so why why would you hate him? Yeah, like, I'm not finna hate him. Like, you don't see people going out there hating on Seth Green, talking about, yeah. talking about oh, he not really a stand-up. But he write movies funny as fuck. Yeah. And he do bits and skits funny as fuck. Yeah. But, you know, people, you know what I'm saying? Like, let... let. So, what would you say would be the difference between the white comedian crowd? Like, uh, like white comedians and black comedians. Because you see a, a few beefings with black comedians. Like, you see motherfucker going at Kevin Hart or motherfucker going at Mike Epps. And then now you see... You know, cat going at Tiffany. Do you do that shit happen in the, with the white circle or them all people just like, man, fuck it, I'm just gonna get this paper and they, everybody else kiss my ass. It does. Hmm. It does. We just it, don't hear about it. it. it, it we, yeah, because we're not in tuned, tuned, tuned into yeah, yeah white comedians like that. But the honest, honest to God, it is. There's funny. Com- you just funny. There's are you not? Yeah. So there's white comedians that's funny. And there's white comedians that's not funny, and there's black comedians that's funny, and then there's black comedians that's not funny. Right. And it's just about, you know, real, recognized, and real. So, yeah, I mean, comedians are comedians. They go with each other. Most of the time, that's what we do. Yeah. Like, even in our small circle, even in the small community I'm in, you know, we go with each other all the time. So, it's yeah. it's just what they do. It's just about, like, you're going you gonna to rise up and overcome it, or bust back or you gonna let people just keep dogging you yeah okay so what would be did you have any influences as far as comedy goes like that made you want to start like when did you know like i'm gonna do this the comedy shit and i'm gonna fuck these niggas up because i watched blase blah or that what? actually never happened like i told you i never really wanted to be a performer the only reason why i started performing was because i wanted buzz on my book and my blog that i was writing and my Thinking was, you know, I have like a quote unquote comedy blog or a book that that's in comedy. I need to hang around spaces where comedy is being done. Yeah. Okay. And so then, you know, being from St. Louis, like it's not like a lot of creative spaces. But one thing that was available was stand up. So I was just like, oh, it's easy. It's easy. And then I found out it wasn't easy. And then I put in the work to to get it done. Gotcha. But hey, it, it suits you though. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Yeah. I don't. I'd say one thing about just people in general with their talents. I tell motherfuckers the truth. When niggas music was whack, niggas wanted to beat my ass because I'd be like, that shit's not happening. But this comedy shit for you, I fucks with it, bro. Yeah. It definitely suits. Me. It definitely suits. There's been times where like I don't, I don't fucking like you know like fucked up on. I'm having a bad day on the basketball court. Yeah. And I done being like, nah, bro, like don't even pick me up for the day. Like, people be trying to pick me up. I'd be like, yeah. don't pick me up. But this this nigga retired in the middle at the half. The middle of the game. And then and you say he told one nigga. Told like one nigga. <laughs> and that nigga told had to tell everybody else, like, hey bruh. He didn't even tell a coach. <laughs> no coach. No coach knew, bruh. The the player, he had to tell the coach. Damn. Bruh, I ain't never quit like that on nothing, dog. Like I done quit a lot of things. Yeah. But I done not quit. Like that. I ain't never quit. Bro, the only time where I probably seen like an athlete quit in the middle of an event was a boxing match because he was forced to quit. Oh yeah, yeah. They be getting fucked up. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Gotta, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw out. like Oscar De La Hoya fight oh, Manny yeah, Pacquiao yeah, yeah. and like, like 
six, seven rounds yeah. in, yeah. Oscar just had that look like, no, I'm retired. Yeah. No, I'm like, no, you you got you, you got, got retired. To. Yeah, you got to. You know, but this this nigga made a sound decision. Yeah. The middle that of the probably time. during the game. Vontae Davis, if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, made Sorry, a sound guy. decision during the game was like, nah, bro, this ain't for me no more. That's crazy. I'm like, God damn, nigga, finish the game. Like, right. like what but, I mean, can you forfeit your contract like that? Or maybe his contract is up. How does that right. work? In the NFL, you get paid every week. Yeah. So you get paid every every week you get paid, you know, once training camp starts, you get paid every week until the end of the season. Mm. So he technically, I Just believe, like, fuck it, I'm good. He, I, I think once he showed up to the game and was in the building, he get paid for that week for that game. And he's like, fuck uh, yeah, but now yeah. all the other games, no. But he's not making a couple mil though, so I mean, it don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter at this point because he's been playing for. Yeah, yeah, years. he made his money yeah. already. He was out there trying to play because that's what he know how to do and that's what he does is play football. Yeah, but so he's still gonna get paid for that game or for that week or whatever, but. It's not about that. It's about like, bro, like you could have waited <laughs> for the whole game to be over, or you could have let went to the coach and been like, yeah, don't put me back in. Yeah, you know, you know like I didn't seen that before. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that. I didn't yeah. seen where a player then went to the coach and was like, yeah, bro, don't put me back in. It just it ain't for me. And then, you know, they either finish out the season or they quit like two, three games left. You know, yeah, yeah this this man left. Just fuck it. Left the whole spot, bro. I like it, bro. I think it was some of that CTE in his brain. I was just like, you know what, nigga? Bruh, it, 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 it was, it was, he was that fuck it. Yeah. It was that fuck it. He had, he had a reflection on the field. He thought about his kids. Yeah. Or he thought, or he actually, you know, like, he probably was thinking about what I'm going to do when I get, you know, leave football. Yeah. And it just clicked or something. <laughs> that too, or he was thinking like, look, bro, like, I got a lot of life to live. Yeah, man. for real. And I'm out here risking my, risking my life. Hell yeah, yeah, but nigga in the middle of the game, bro, like, no, nah, bro, that's not, that's that's disrespectful, dog. That's disrespectful to the team and to the people that you play with and your coaches, bro. Like, just go tell, like, go tell your coach, like, bro, don't put me back in. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, you could have did it the correct way. And he, he's a veteran. He knew better than that. He not like, yeah. uh, you know, when you was younger, you used to, you remember how you used to quit shit, bro. Yeah. You used to just, like, I didn't quit a relationship like that, bro. Yeah, I just, I just like yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm like it's yeah. over with. Yeah, they like what you mean is over. I'm like it's over. Like yeah, I used to ghost a lot of chicks like that. Yeah, bro. Like when you were <laughs> go, but as a but as a veteran, you know you can't just quit. oh no, not you no can't more. quit no, you can't oh, quit no. nothing like that, no. bro. Because for one, you might need to go back to that motherfucker. For yeah. one, for two, they might go crazy in your ass. That's the biggest thing, bro. Especially they know where you Man. live. Oh where you my work. goodness, they oh yeah, bro. Call you drive. They, oh yeah, and nowadays they'll call you eighty five times. Uh, text you a million times, threaten your life. They'll nigga, they'll run up on you nowadays. So bro. it's like you can't quit no relationship like that. Like fuck, yeah, hell no, yeah, bro. I already know it'd be like I be having like prep these chicks before we do anything. I be like, <laughs> look, dog, look, it's it's some things you need to know, right? <laughs> like like the, the the white people I work with think that I'm a uh, I'm you know I'm a good member of society out here. Don't don't come up there. Right. You can't nah, it can't have nobody popping up the job. I had to happen one time when I broke up with a chick. Uh I was a valet at this hotel and bro, I broke up with her and then she popped up at the job and she was just like as soon as she seen me, she started crying, bro. And I'm like, I'm at you know, I'm at work. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you got to go. Like, 
what are you doing? Because she's just like, I just miss you, blah, blah. I'm like, I understand, but I'm cool right. and I'm at work, okay? That crying Do not. That's crying shit scares that me. That crying bro. shit. I ain't gonna lie, that scared me. Because no, some people are just criers. Like, I, did, yeah. I, I know some women that are criers, so they wouldn't cry like that. And some are. Some dudes are criers. Yeah, some, yeah, a lot of dudes are criers. And yeah. some aren't. So some people just cry. But, like, if you not a crier, yeah. and you, you experience a crier, yeah, then you, like, yo, like, it was, I remember I was in, I was in college, right? And I was this white chick that I was fucking. And I promise you, like, I already knew I wasn't trying to pursue no relationship with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we smashed a couple times. And then she was on that, like, we should be in a relationship type stuff. Oh, she hit you with that. Yeah, she was on that. And, like, and you were like okay. I'm like, no, yeah. no. She was like, why not? I'm just like, no, I'm just, that's not what I want. Yeah. From you, yeah, but I didn't say that to her. I'm just saying that's not what yeah, I want. Period. I, feel, I definitely feel you. And so then we smashed. I, I messed up and I smashed like two more times, <laughs> and then the conversation came back up. And then yeah. I, I had, I like, I got a good exit strategy. I told her some shit like, yeah, you know, real talk. I got like three chicks I'm talking to right now. Damn. And I'm trying to narrow it down to one. I'm trying to get serious with one. I'm she like, you, pissed. you didn't make the cut. Oh. You are the weakest link, bitch. <laughs> bro, she cried on my phone for like 30 minutes, bro. Damn. Then fucked my homeboy next week, bro. Shit. You bullshit. No bullshit. Fucked your homeboy the next the, week? The, next, the very next week fucked my homeboy, Yikes. bro. Yes. Told, told, told him that I was, that, yeah, she was like, yeah, we kind of talk, but now we don't talk no more. So Said I'm going to fuck you. That. And I found out. With that was just revenge. And then I found out, like, he hit me up before he smashed, though. Yeah, he like, went, hey, is it cool? Yeah, he hit me up with, like, yo, bro, one of your sheep is out the stable. <laughs> he was like, this this cool? Yeah. I'm like, shit, hell yeah, shit, go ahead and do it. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, damn. And then she hit me up, was like, yo, I know he told you that we had sex and stuff. Oh, I'm man. like, yo, bro. I greenlighted it before it Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I already knew. He, yeah. he hit me up before it happened. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. So, yeah, but, yeah, that was probably one of my worst ways I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, back up to the chicks talking to the homeboys and smashing the homies. See, what way my shit be happening it's like I'll be rapping with a chick and like I have my homies around or whatever. And then I got like two homeboys that are like vultures. So they when they know I'm done with them, they like it seems like they go after them. Oh. And then man. like I don't find out until like we out one day or something. And then the, they, the girl might happen to be there and then they kind of close. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And my buddy. Oh, they like, be low key trying to hug oh, them yeah, they, with them. Like, no, nah, they just dirty mac them all. Like they dirty oh, mac. Like oh, when I, they know I'm done with them or you know, oh. whatever. They'll go after them and start messing with them and fucking them. And then they'd be like, you know, I'm like, what the fuck? And motherfucker, oh, yeah, I had a... I'm like, well, nigga, what's up the guy code? Nigga, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Well, okay, so my thing with that guy code is clearly there's certain women that's off limits. Yeah, yeah. If I've had, a, like, a really exclusive relationship with you, I'm in love with your ass and all that, yes, you're off There's definitely But if I was just smanging you a couple times and then... Yeah, Nothing, but I don't but as part of the guy code, I mean, you should at least give because a sure. heads up. Yeah, that's real. You know, because you know, as as guy code, I'm not stingy. Yeah, I'm not stingy. Like if you're trying to go be great, go be great. Go be great. If I I'll give you the green light, I don't have a problem. But there's some people out there that don't 
not cool with giving the green light in no case. Yeah, that's and right. That's being selfish. Some people are selfish. Yeah. So the so the thing is like I just know me personally. I can't speak for everybody. I know me personally, but just give me a heads up. Be like, yeah, bro, like it's going down, yeah. or I'm trying to do this, or whatever, or she trying to. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah it should be, but. Certain niggas ain't built like that, but I mean, I'm still my niggas. I just know. That oh they, no, 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 know. definitely. Just as long as they don't cross the the D line. That's oh yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Now yeah. that like, but the thing is, like, how long y'all known each other? Like, I don't know, bro. Good ten. So that's expected. Ten, twelve. That's expected. That's yeah. expected. Yeah. So it's really like you know they know that you they have your consent. They right. Just, they ain't got. They just ain't got to ask. They just you know? ain't got around to tell you. Yeah. Exactly. But so, I just be every time that happened, I'd be looking at the chick like you dirty dog. You like you just you loving the crew. <laughs> <laughs> And you're loving the crew. Bruh, you know what I mean? Like bruh, every time. Hey, but like I said, they said hey, these hoes be for everybody, man. I mean, guys dude, and girls. But like, also, with that hey. being said, like I done seen where a chick just made up in her mind, like I'm changing my life, mm-hmm. and then she married two years later. So my thing be with that too, like just like so what? What can you not deal with that a chick has done in her past that you just like? Oh yeah, I can't deal with you on a serious level. I I'm a <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, bro. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. So if I don't know, I'm gonna say the same. Right. <laughs> if I don't know, yeah. And there's no possible way of me knowing yeah. that some 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 wild shit popped off. Don't even bring it up. To exactly. Me. I don't even need to know. I'm the same way. Now, if there's a possible way that it can circle back to me, and then such and such can tell me this or whatever, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Let me know up front. But if it's some wild shit you did, like in Texas somewhere, yeah, nobody no never way, know. Yeah. nobody never know about that, yeah. or there's no possible way. Oh no, leave that, leave that the fuck out. Right. Leave yeah. that the fuck out because there's some certain things that I done done. I'm not telling nobody. That, <laughs> that broke. I'm never going. It didn't happen to me. Yeah. It didn't happen to me. Yeah. And the people that know what happened, like we made, like we, you had that eye contact. You'd be like, "Yo, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." That, remember that? Closed, didn't, that did not happen. Yeah, keep your mouth. Yeah, closed. so that's what I'm saying. So ignorance is bliss. Now, my only thing is, if you mess with a chick that then got around and smash a couple of the homies and stuff, and you fall for it, so me personally, I'm not made like that. Yeah, me. Like bro. If, I got every too much time, security, every bro. time we go out. It's you a possibility know, it's a nigga you just smashed up. Well, not even that. Or you but know, yeah. like, two, three niggas. Like, yeah. even if it, we go out and you just smash a nigga out or whatever out here, and that nigga know that, like, yo, like, that's that's not cool for me to be coming up with. If he know the deal and stuff and know yeah. not to come up, I'm cool with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool. But, like, if it's, like, niggas coming up, like, yeah, what's up? What's up? All of this. Like, yeah. damn, like, this you? Like, right. stuff, like, like every time we every go time. out, yeah. every single time, like, it's going to happen, like, at least once or twice. Yeah. Because, you know, we live in a small city. Man, so. St. Louis hella small. Yeah. But if that happened I, every time. Oh, yeah. And you, like, used to be, like, a promoter or some shit like that or somewhere else. Like, they don't tell me, like, I used to be a promoter. I'm like, bro, like, everybody used to be a promoter. I don't yeah. know what's going on with that. Hell, yeah. yeah you ain't yeah, no yeah. fucking chicks, really. Yeah, yeah. So, the thing was, but me personally, like, I, I already accepted, like, if you done smashed a homie or, you know, and then I fall for you or... You know, whatever I could probably deal with that. Yeah, deal with that. You know, not just I'm talking about strictly speaking, one of the homies. Yeah, only one I'm willing to to put up. I don't with. think I can do that. 
Only one. I got only, too much insecurity. I can't do that. Only, bro. If, if it's I'm, one of my clothes, homie, I can't deal with the fact you smash and I'm in love. Like, even if it's, I mean, I can't bro, do you it. talking about clothes, homie? Like, how close we talking about, like, we kick it? Like, I'm talking about, like, you you in my inner circle of, like, if oh, I'm about we to. talking about, like, we we been, we didn't know each other for, like, eight years. Oh, you see, just, if you we know each other nigga, out, like. Every blue moon. Oh, no, not that Like, I'd have been over your career for a little part. You'd have been over my career. Nah, not like, that nigga. I'm talking about the nigga you, like. Alright, it's a Saturday from the get out. Let me hit up blah 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 blah. Um, if it's one of them niggas, I can't nah. Man, I mean, I would consider it, dog. You can consider it, but it's like Especially shit, I don't know. but it's gonna it's gonna have to be some time in between. Yeah. Like like probably like some years. Now the one thing I would say I can't get down with, and this happened to me before, like I was I was with like messing with this chick, we was cool, everything was great, digging her, then a the motherfucker got to telling me how she had a threesome. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, so, you know, how'd y'all find the other girl? Like, girl, no, it was, a, it was two guys. It was a guy. Oh, no, that was a train. Yeah, it was like, it's a. That was, that was a train. Exactly. That was a train. That was my boyfriend and his boy. I said, oh, baby, he didn't love you. <laughs> I'm not, no, if no. I love you, I'm not telling my boy, hey, come fuck my girl. Yeah, no. Speaking about that, though, I can't do that. I, they was talking about that at the barbershop one day, yeah. bro. Where dude was like, they got a homeboy that they all went to high school with, and he be sending his wife out. Oh, my goodness. And he said, they. You know, he said they was out kicking it, and then yeah. they went back to the after set. And he said, and then, he said then he said, dude went in there, like, yeah, man, me and my wife about to go to the other room, which is cool. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to be like young, nigga, you know, get frisky again. Then he said, he came out, then he looked at dudes, like, you trying to get in on that? I oh, went, shit. I said, nah, bruh. Huh. Oh, bro. Not, no, not no. wifey, bro. Not wifey. No, you said wife, bro. Like they had papers and all that, bro. But I mean, if he's, if that, I mean, I teach his own. You secure with that, I guess. That's whatever. But listen, me, bro. my listen, the way bro. my insecurity is set up, like I can't do that shit. I'm insecure. You know, I, I like to be sexually free. Like oh yeah, same else. here. But I'm but, not wifeing that. But but <laughs> like what my cousin said, me and my cousin, he like my big brother. Yeah. He, he about like 12, 13 years older than me. He's my big brother cousin and he was talking to me about like how you feel about these open relationships oh yeah and for a dude you'd be like oh that'd be tight you know you could just tell somebody you got a wife and i want to smash and you know they understand they let you smash you know you're going back to your wife yada 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 my cousin like now what you gotta think that's what you gotta think about yeah he was like what if you got a bad year and she have a good year mm. you gotta think in your mind like yo she didn't got it in like 10, 11 times, yeah. and you done got it in once or twice. Yeah. She out here prospering, and you done had a bad year. And she ain't doing nothing but collecting bodies. And then, like, <laughs> and then also with that being speaking, like, what dude said now, the wife, what they also said in the barbershop was, like, I right, you do your thing, then, like, you send your homeboy in there. She sounding a little bit different. Than when you hit. <laughs> like, That's real, though. And then, so you in the back of your mind, I'm hey. like, then you know you got a problem when she be like, yeah, yeah, keep your buying your boy Daryl. Right, exactly. And I be like, hey, what the fuck you requesting niggas that's, now? That's real though, So bro. like, now me, no, I can't, that's, that, no. Yeah, I can't no, be no, with that no, shit. No, like, no, like, I picked you for a reason, because like, this is where I'm trying to settle in for yeah. hopefully life. Yeah, that's real. I can't dig with that either. I'm not doing no swinging or none of that shit, man. man. If, I, if I get married, ain't none of that. You know what I mean? Ain't none of that. Like I said, insecurity. What we invite a chick over for a threesome, and you a look too excited to be with the chick, and you you ain't been that excited with me in a long time, type shit. Like these, I can't. These chicks are still your gal. Just oh, as yeah, quick bro. as like I gotta tell anybody, these chicks be with chicks that 
you know, we got to accept that nowadays. We got to accept that all the chicks be with chicks. But the thing is, do, do they really be gay, though? I don't know. Because I didn't see... I if you eat I done pussy, seen yeah. so, I seen so much where, like, a chick thought she was, like, done with niggas, then go get into a relationship with a girl. Yeah. And then she cheat on a girl with a dude. Yeah, that's real. So I'm like, are you... what? You know what I'm saying? But are it's you, like if you get with a dude, and then you cheat on that dude with a chick. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. Chicks be having a lot of... Lot of shit going on their plate when it comes to like sexuality and shit. I, I ain't gonna stunt. A lot of the girls that I've met lately, bro, they all of them did, did something sexual with women. Of the last three, they all did, of them. The, like one, my like the last chick that I was like serious, serious with. She told me like, yeah, I dated a girl for like four months, five months. I'm like, what happened with that? She was like, I missed the dick. And then I was just like, so you really wasn't into her. You was just trying some, right? It was just some new, and, and but it was just like word, like you just tried. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You just think in your mind, like, damn, like you just, you really just went out here and just, just did it. But it be, I don't know, I don't know, bro. I mean, I like, I don't want to judge nobody on it, but it's just like I, be I don't seeing, either. But I be seeing like you know, chicks be having like whole kids and stuff. Two, three, yeah. they be like, yeah, this is my girlfriend. And I just be like, you, you serious? Kid, you, though. <laughs> you serious? I'm like, are you serious about this, yeah. or is this a face? Yeah, that's you know. Real. And they be like flirting with niggas. You know what I'm okay, saying? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, because that's why, like, low key, a lot of these lesbians be hella possessive because they know at any point in time, like, yeah. I dated a chick, man. She told me she was like, she dated a couple chicks, and the only thing that happens in the lesbian relationships is they fight each other a lot. And I was just like, well, why the fuck? I don't think so. I do, oh, think, I do think that it is that true thing where, like, sometimes as a woman, you can connect to a woman better. But I always thought it was funny. was, like, you hopped out of a relationship where a dude was beating your ass to hop into a relationship where a chick beating your ass. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. I'm just like, like you, well, you're, not, you're not really moving forward. You're, 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 you're just kind of treading and then, like, trying to, yeah. trying to do some shit that you don't even know if it's going to yeah. work or not. I never understood but also, we're not psychologists. Yeah, right. But it's just like from the outside looking in, it's like, yo, like y'all really out here wilding. Yeah, all the chicks, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Y'all really is wilding. Not gonna lie to you. All the chicks. But it's like they be quick to judge like niggas who be messing with niggas. Like you see that shit on Facebook. It's like everything, chicks always trying to say anything a nigga do damn near is gay. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then it's like, but y'all be over there eating coochie and messing with chicks and da da da. Yeah, but it's man. like, if a nigga told you, yeah, I messed with a nigga one time just because I was curious, mm-hmm. a bitch would be like, oh, nah, that nigga gay. I ain't never fuck with him. They you know what I mean? They it's had like, an what episode the fuck? of Insecure like that. Yeah, that shit crazy. They had an episode of Insecure like that where, what, yeah. what's that chick? I never even seen Insecure before. Oh, it's a, what's that chick to be getting around? Molly. Mm-hmm. It was like on the first or second season where she had a dude where. She finally found a dude she kind of liked or whatever. And I mean, he ain't had like the perfect job. He worked at like Enterprise Card. Like, yeah, it's just something regular. Like a regular like a regular job or whatever. And he was like, yeah, you know, I had a I had a thing with another dude. And she was like, this was after he had smashed and they went on a couple of dates and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I don't think I could get down with that. Like he had something with another dude. And it's like. But you didn't probably been with chicks. Yeah, so. I don't get it, bro. But. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, bro, we grown now, bro. So it's like, don't nothing surprise me no more. 
but it's still like you got to know what you're looking for and what you're willing to put up with and not to put up with. Yeah, that's real. And I think that's where I'm at right now. Like, I don't really settled into, like, I'm, I am stubborn. And I ha- I will come off of my stubborn ways for something like if it's something that can be fixed or something like that. But it's certain things that I'm not willing to tolerate no more. Yeah, same. Like you blatantly wasting my fucking time. Yeah, yeah. People like to do that a lot. Chicks want to just go on dates and shit like that. Yeah, that's that like the bro. The internet so the fucked up. Oh man, the internet. I see the dumbest shit on the internet. I see shit like other day I seen some shit like if a nigga making under fifty thousand. He ain't no real man or something. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Do you know what year this is? You know how many people are making under fifty thousand dollars a year? It's not even that. It's like, but what makes you, you think you qualified to fuck with a nigga that make over fifty thousand? Exactly. But if you're a twenty-two year old male, twenty-two to twenty-five year old male or female, and the female is telling you you ain't shit because you making under, under 50, fifty, yeah, I'm like, bro, I nigga, know, I know people that didn't make. That was making like 30, 35K until they turned 40. Exactly. And then they got a six-figure job at 40. Exactly. And so it happens that, like that. And the thing is, bro, okay, they some of these people had families. Yeah. They had a wife and kids. Supporting. So what if his people. wife would have been like, I can't fuck with you, bro. You ain't got a six-figure job or whatever. And then she bailed out. Right. And then what's going to happen? She got two kids by this nigga. And she mad because his new wife getting all, getting all the, the benefits of him making 100000 It'd be like that, bro. They and it's mind, just like I'm just like, bro. Like, what? Man, what are you? What are you doing? What are you doing with your? Are you helping him yeah. get this fifty thousand dollars? Because I personally know people. I know people like my homeboy. His wife found him his good job. Mm-hmm. Like he was a tech guy, and his wife went on the internet and helped him look. He was looking for jobs. She was looking for jobs for him. Yeah. She's like, I found you a good job. He looked at it, liked it, got it, and changed that that. changed yeah. their life. I'm like, are you putting in, you know, are you willing to put in this work for your man? Right. Are you to see that position? No. Nah. Like, a lot of these shit to be saying that one nigga already ready-made. I'm just like, yo, bro, more often than not, if he already ready-made, it's somebody that already to put in that investment. Oh, hell yeah. And you finna, I mean, hell he, yeah. he, he might let you smash. Hell yeah. He might let you smash. He might or, trick or, off a little something. Uh, yeah, or he might accidentally get you pregnant. Yeah. But you ain't going to be never more than a... Child supports it, you yeah. know. It'd be like that. Yeah, so it's like it's like I don't understand these um these logics of like Facebook posts and these women nowadays, man. I don't, these man, young chicks, I don't know what the hell they be talking it can't, about. I, I can't I can't believe that all these women believe that. Hold on, hold on. Not to cut you off. I seen a post, dude, this fucked me up. It was like if your man check was nineteen hundred or something, something dollars and he give you forty dollars, how would you feel? Chicks on that comment, like, what the fuck? He better give me more, blah, blah, he better do that. I'm like, well, y'all, what you're not realizing is when a motherfucker get paid, they prioritize and they pay their bills. So if motherfucker got paid 1900 that motherfucker might have had to pay the car note. He might have paid student loans. Bro. He might have paid the mortgage. He might have had to pay the light bill. He might have paid this, that, the third, and then get your ass 40 for your nails just because he's a, he's a real man. I know like, a, what the fuck are you talking about? I know a nigga that paid $1,800 in bills a month. Eighteen hundred in bills a month, bro. Yeah. So even if his check nineteen hundred, fifteen hundred, yeah, whatever it is, bro, one whole check gone. Basically going to bills, bro. Yeah. Every month, yeah. and you complain about forty dollars, and more than often than not, what? But you gonna be living in that nigga house? Oh, you gonna be there? You gonna be watching that nigga cable? <laughs> 
you gonna be driving that nigga car. Yeah, you gonna be. But doing you complain about forty dollars. Yeah, bro. I'm like, if you complain about forty dollars, do something in your life where you ain't gotta complain about forty dollars. Exactly, exactly. Get your own forty dollars, yeah. especially if you got a nigga that's gonna provide for you like that. I see a lot. Which of is a, which too. actually in today's life is a luxury. Yeah, yeah. a luxury. People were like, oh, we paying half the bills or we roommates. I'm like, bro. That. I'm bruh, like, what? Look. Like, are you a team or are you not? Because it's 2018, man. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't no we, facade. We, it ain't no everybody making all this money like back in the day where it's easy to come by these big ass jobs and you make a lot of money and you can afford to pay a mortgage, car note, all this shit. Your wife keep her money. You, you still got money left. Nah, bro. It ain't like that no more. So what right. you mean if I'm asking you to pay half the bills and if we a team? Because when I get a promotion, or I get another job. You know, we both gonna bubble together. So it's like I'm not understanding why women feel like they not gonna put the work in. I ain't even asking you to pay half the bills, yeah. bro. You can pay like four, three bills. You just can, pay something. You can pay the electric <laughs> bill, or you can pay the gas bill. Just get something off my shoulder. You know, yeah. get, like let me know that you you you, you, you in for me. Yeah, <laughs> you helping out. You know, and then even just or whatever. Or if I'm paying all the bills, like. Bring some food in the house. Yeah, or something. Do do something. Yeah. That's what I'm just like. It's just, bro. The internet got people so messed up. And then I I I think the women are really catching the the hard broad side of it. Yeah. Because most of it is geared toward women, but dudes is suffering from it too because of depression a real thing. Like a lot of dudes is out here depressed. They like oh yeah. Like us thirty twenty five thinking like life overbrush stuff that happened for it. And it was crazy part. I went to Chicago like two months ago. Yeah. And my homeboy was like, I told him I was doing a comedian thing. And I was like, yeah, I need, I was told I need to take more trips up to Chicago because the city's more open, more exposure, all of that. Right. And he was just like, yeah, but people just be like, what you doing, bro? You 30 years old. What you doing? I'm like, bro. Asking him that actually. No, that's what people be asking me. Like, what yeah. you doing, man? Like, I had gotten to an argument with this. The young chick I was telling you about, she was just like, you getting paid to be a comedian? I'm like, here and there. Like, yeah, you but know, I'm doing something I want to fucking yeah, do. Yeah, that's why I'm like, like, sometimes I show up and yeah. like sometimes I get paid and don't even, that I'm not even expecting it. I be leaving out the spot and dude slide me $40. Like, good shit, bro. Yeah. Sometimes it just be like, I show up and I have to let them know. I'm like, yeah. They be like, I can't pay you, but you can get one or two drinks off the bar. Or get a yeah, drink. man, that's cool. But it's something you enjoy. And I told her, I'm just like, it's a grind. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you can't just walk into a spot and, you know, be like, yeah, bro, you got to pay me this yeah. or I ain't doing shit. They going to be like, like peace. they going to be like, I is eight, 80 other niggas that, that you know. come do it, yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I got into it. But he was just like, he was telling me, he was like, bro, Chicago different because he said people are more like in the grind mode up here. And he was like, where you at? He's like, I felt like in St. Louis at 25, if you ain't had your shit together by 25, you failed. Nah, and true. then I'm just like he was like I'm like no nah. I'm like it's actually a lot of people that you know I've been meeting and networking with that don't have that mindset he was like but he was just like that's he was like I feel like that's the norm for like what your parents set for you and I was just like you're right that is yeah. the norm if you ain't had your shit together by you was 25 then you're basically a failure by now but I'm <laughs> like it's a new wave of people that's you know, revitalizing things and doing things. And he said, now, you know, with the way jobs set up, I done seen people be at a job for 10 years and make a career change. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's the norm now. I say that shit all the time. I'm like, before, when my parents was growing up, 
find you a good job, ride, ride that mug out for 25, 30 years, retire, retire live you a good life. Yeah. Now, bro, five years here, six years there, two years here, yeah. three years there. And you look at these people's resumes, they got three pages of resumes. They done worked at all these places. So many jobs. And, and now it's to the point where if you ain't worked at about three or four different jobs, you're not versatile. Yeah, and you're not getting hired. Yeah. yeah, like they want you to work at three different folks so you can know what, oh, you can adapt to this. Yeah, but so. I will say the same sense, you know, I'm at a point too in my life where I'm just kind of like tired of my job and shit like that. And I feel like like the best ideal job is something you wouldn't mind doing for free. So like you doing comedy, that's something you wouldn't mind doing for free. And you get picked up, you can make endless amounts of money. Same with this podcast shit. You can make endless amounts of money doing what the fuck you want to do. So it's like you ain't got to be conformed to a nine to five nowadays. You know what I mean? You don't, but but with that being said, like I think DJ Khaled said it, you can pursue your dreams, but please believe you need money. Oh yeah, I'm not saying I'm not you saying need, quit your you, job. You to need start money, up. bro. Yeah, and I'm, also I'm just I saying like in you know long run. And we go money. through stages in life. Yeah. So the best thing would be to set yourself up to a position to where you can, when you shift to your different stages of life, yeah, yeah. you're financially able to transition to those stages. Right. So that's what, you know, like, even though, like, we both grinding with nine to fives right now, and if the right opportunity came up, we still young enough where we can... Like, fuck it. We can uproot yeah. and, you know, we still, even if we, even when we 40, yeah. or even... 50 low-key, the way... Yeah. What time to set up now? Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. You can always, you know, move on to the next thing if you financially are able to do it or whatever. So I think the biggest thing is just making sure you make the right financial decisions and put away nest eggs and stuff like that and be like, yo, like, like if I'm going to do this, this is how, this is what I need to happen for me to do that. Right. That's so. real. Well, shit, man. We had an hour, bro. So damn, we hit an hour like yeah, we had an hour, bro. hour and one minute. So where can they find you, bro? <laughs> uh, so I am on Twitter, but I don't tweet no more. So we, but if you want to, it's Philip the Deal. Mm. And also, I don't, have, I don't tweet either. I know, I but I'm definitely I put a lot of I've been I'm putting more videos up on Instagram. So that's probably where you probably could find me the easiest. Yeah, it's on Instagram. Uh, you can That's follow Philip the Deal. Yeah, Philip okay. the Deal. You can follow me on Facebook, Philip Cornell, and then uh, I'm on Snapchat also, Philip the Deal too. You know, some nigga that stole the regular Philip. Yeah, the some deal. nigga, some nigga saw me jamming on Instagram. <laughs> Let me get this son. nigga bitches. <laughs> and then if you wanna, uh, I got, I, I got to start blogging more, but my blog is a little bit more personal. So if you wanna get more personal, like it's called philipisfunny.com. And uh, there are uh, several funny things on there, but there's also some like real in-depth stuff about you know stuff that I was going through and stuff. So it's real personal on my blog also. But you can find me at that philipisfunny.com. All right, bro. Hey, you already know. Like always, hit up with the feedback at tfpfeedback at gmail.com. And you can find me at, at DJ SoFly with two Y's. We're going to do it like that, Fly Perspective Podcast.